Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. Welcome, Alex, so, uh, to a very special episode of the Financial Intelligence Podcast. And we got Alex today, and Alex himself is a podcaster, and he's actually hosts uh, the show, the Business, Wealth, and Mindset Podcast. He's also a property investor. Uh, he's also someone who loves to share his knowledge and help people. He's even written a book as well, uh, Business uh, Path to Wealth Creation. So we got quite a bit to talk about. So welcome, Alex, and introduce yourself. And then maybe just tell us maybe like your backstory. Mm, thank you very much, Boston. It's a, a pleasure to be here, you know, to uh, uh, speak to you and share some, uh, uh, you know, bits with the with the audience here. So it, it, it's, it's, good, it's good to be here. So, um, yeah, I mean, my um, background, so it, in a nutshell, I'm, um, my background is, is corporate, actually, as far as uh, uh, you know, professional uh, and qualifications uh, is concerned. So, I'm a chartered accountant by profession. Uh, started out uh, qualified with one of the um, top four accountants of firms, Deloitte, and then after that, I did uh, um, worked in the banking uh, profession, investment banking. I uh, started off with the uh, RBS so in, in, in those old days and then moved to uh, one of the big U.S. investment banks, mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan. But then uh, uh, in the background, I uh, always had an eye to uh, sort of, you know, entrepreneurship. So I started uh, uh, investing uh, in, in property um, and, uh, you know, building a portfolio uh, with that. And then uh, as we developed over time and developed the experience, we found that uh, there was a lot of people who were looking to do the same. So we actually, uh, me and my brother, we developed a hands-free property uh, investing solution for people, which essentially means we provide um, um, a sort of a sourcing, refurb and letting so that people can actually do armchair or hands-free property investing with us. But uh, that was just uh, on the way to actually helping me uh, to follow my passion, which is like you mentioned, you know, knowledge sharing. So that sort of uh, comes through uh, my podcast, which you mentioned that I do. So we bring uh, various inspirational people to come and share their challenges, their successes, the things that have helped them so that uh, those stories can actually inspire others as well. And, uh, you know, uh, you yourself, Royston, you've been on our podcast and shared your amazing story as well. Uh, And then the book that I've written as well. So, yeah, for me, everything and anything, uh, inspiration, because, I mean, inspiration is the one that is uh, permanent. I mean, motivation is short-lived, but there's things that you can do to get yourself motivated when you're facing challenges. 
challenges. But when you listen and you see and you hear stories of uh, people that have uh, maybe followed a similar path to you, uh, you can sort of resonate with that and pick inspiration that can actually help you to break through into success as well. So that's uh, almost like where I am now. But uh, yeah, I can talk about my background as well, where I come from, my humble yeah. beginnings. <laughs> yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, so Alex, so that's quite a nice introduction to yourself, really all wrong there. And of course, as you said, it'd be great to share your background because oftentimes people like, you know, they hear like, okay, wow, he's from corporate, uh, banking, uh, investing, but they don't know where you came from. They don't know yeah. like, okay, well, you know, so maybe if you can go back a little bit, but when you talk about yeah. your background, maybe if you can just put a spill on it to say, well, what did you learn about investing when you were growing up? Yeah. Or what, because what, or what did you learn about money management when you were growing up? Yeah, maybe yeah. you can talk talk us about talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm happy to share. So yeah, I mean, I'm uh, originally from uh, Malawi. This is this uh, tiny, it's called the warm heart of Africa. You know, in yeah. the southern part of wow. Africa, so surrounded by yeah, uh, we've got uh, Zambia, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. It's in that region. You know, south. You know, down south near South Africa. Uh so um, yeah, I grew up in uh, it was a, a family of, uh, of of five of us, and uh, uh, you know three girls and two boys so I was in the, the second born in the family so typically you know most or some of your audience will, will know you know Africa is not uh, um, uh, you know the richest of countries and Malawi yeah. is actually one of the poorest countries as well so everything wow. is, a, is a challenge you know my my parents didn't actually you know come from uh, you know well-to-do family so you know we had to to dig deep so um but um you know, like anything, you know, wherever you grow up, that's what you know. You know, yes. life is hard. You graft everyone around you is doing the same. So, the main thing that uh, you know was instilled in us about what can actually empower us was, you know, to work hard in school and do your yes. education because that's the the main route that can actually help you to break through into you know whatever you want to do. So do well in school, work hard. So there was a lot of competition about that. That's because that's the only uh, you know piece that we could pitch each mm -hmm. other about, you know, who can do well at school and those kind of things. So um yeah, I was uh you know technically one of the you know the, the best students, you know, studying well and working hard in school. So I did my primary school. And then uh, uh, just uh, for a little bit of the history of Malawi, uh, for those who may know, uh, in those days, it used to be ruled by uh, uh, a guy called, uh, called uh, Dr. Hastings Kamuzu Panda. So he was, uh, uh, you, you have a lot of dictators in Africa. So he yes. was, uh, you know, quite a, a dictator. He uh, was ruling the country as the last president, but he had got an uh, uh, English education. He got a doctorate from from here, studied in Scotland, and all of that. So, the one uh, one of the great things about him was uh, his uh, uh, ethics and also how he understood the value of education. You know, and that was key. So he built this uh, uh, academy in the middle of the bush. You know, in in one of wow. the, one of the districts in Malawi. And uh, actually modeled it on Eton College, yeah. So wow. he actually brought uh, English teachers. He never allowed in his time for any Africans or Malawians to actually teach there. Everything was modeled, including the uniform, the bow ties, everything that he wore, and the food and everything. And uh, he wanted to educate the top, like the cream of uh, Malawi, to actually study our English style education. 
and uh, uh, this was to be based on merit, not your means to be able to pay. So it was, a, of course, a very prestigious school. I mean, out of hundreds and thousands of uh, uh, students every year from primary school, they would, through a selection process, they would select only 80 students to go and study here. So, uh, you know, luckily I was one of uh, those Well done, well done, well done. Selected to, to study at this school, you know, through the hard work and everything. But you can understand a school like that, you know, once you study, because the curriculum was all English, you know, GCSEs and A-levels. And you study classics as well, like Greek and Latin. So it was a wow. very out of place in Africa, but uh, uh, you know, great for actually those who uh, you know would get the advantage to study. So I um, went to that school and I did my GCSEs and and the A levels as well. And, uh, and and unfortunately, you know, tragedies that happened for uh, a lot of our kids in Africa. You know, my my parents passed away when I was quite young, both of them. So that was quite a big challenge as well. Yes. Oh, sorry that, to hear that. Now, yeah. Yeah. now it had to be myself and my siblings to sort of uh, fend for wow. ourselves. You have a uh, family and there are other people around who will help, but uh, in the end, they have uh, problems and families of their own to look after as well. So it was in those moments you start thinking that, you know, I have to really, you know, work hard to make the best of what I can do with my situation. So yeah, I worked hard at the school and then uh, I managed to, after my A-levels, to get a scholarship actually to study in Cyprus of all places. Yes, so lovely was, place uh, actually. <laughs> I've been there. It's quite a lovely place. As a matter of fact, really? Cyprus was actually ruled by the English up until uh, recently, and the yes, road, the yeah. roads, and I mean, I think it has mixed culture with. Um, yeah, it's, with, got, it's got mixed. It's got like, like the, the Greek and the, the Greek, exactly, the, the exactly. Was invaded by the Turks in the seventies. Yeah, and, it's mixed so culture, but a no yeah. lovely place, very hot as well. Anyway, it's yeah, brilliant. yeah, it's a brilliant place, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I managed to find myself there because I was uh, like a classic scholar as well. So yes. you know, went there, Greek mythology, but then I started to move into economics and accounting. Uh, so that's where I started my SEC as well. Ah, wow. Accounting. Uh, and uh, yeah, after uh, a, few, a few years there, I stayed there about four years and then moved to England to actually get the practical experience to qualify as a chartered accountant because I was. Uh, um, you know, one of the Amazing. firms, you know, managed to, to get in. And uh, partly because I, I actually, um, you know, scored like I was the third top um, prize in the, in the final exams. Yeah, you know, they, you know, for the students, they do, yeah, in the SCCA, you know, they, they give uh, your gold, silver and bronze. Yes. You know? So I managed to get the uh, the bronze in SCCA exams. Wow. Quite an achievement. That's am first, amazing. The first, the first African student, apparently, to ever get a prize of some sort. Man, you've done well. You've done well. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that was uh, that. That was good. And then that obviously opened up opportunities to work here with the top accountants firms. And then with that, I was able to move into investment banking. But um, again, uh, for me, the mindset had always been yes. questioning how I can achieve financial and the time freedom actually to live life on my terms. So. 
with that mindset, there's always things happening. Of course, I'm working, I'm in the day job, you know, having a good job and looking, uh, working, everything sort of seemingly going okay. But always I'm thinking, what is it that I can do to actually get myself that financial time freedom so that I can live life on my terms? So various things, you know, would pop up. Uh, I'll try to engage in things until I, um, you know, one day I um, look, find a newspaper on the trend going into, uh, into, uh, London because I was living in St. Albans at the time in Hertfordshire and they were advertising these like uh, you know free evenings where you would have like three hours of property uh, information for property training I think some people probably uh, resonate or understand yes yes that. yes of course uh, yeah so I just went out to one of these uh, um, evenings just to understand more because generally for most people when you talk about property it's all about big money you know it's only for the rich and all of that which uh, you know to some extent is true but then in this it was championing that you can actually do property without needing the money your, your own money yeah. yeah yeah you can use other people's money so i become curious about how you know <laughs> that is done so from there from there on you know understanding what they did of course i ended up buying some courses because that's essentially uh what you where, do? where it ended up and ended up too and they invested in my knowledge in in that space you know and uh Wow! Uh, yeah, ended up uh, doing doing quite well in that because I really um, focused. You know, my vision was attuned into that, so I developed the knowledge and the experience. Started building a, a property portfolio, and then uh, once I uh, consolidated that knowledge, I found that I could actually help other people as well do joint ventures in a way that uh, uh, you know they they. Um, uh, using their money and they, they can use my knowledge with joint venture value uh, each side and it's a win-win scenario. So with that is that's what helped me to build this uh, um, hands-free property investing for people. So we we'll source the deals, we do the refurb because of the experience and the power team that we have and then we we'll build a lettings agency as well to manage all our staff and uh, have everything uh, you know in, in, in-house as it were. So that whole thing uh, um, enabled me to you know get that time and financial freedom to actually be able to do the stuff that I like and enjoy the thing that I'm passionate about, which is the knowledge sharing with people, showing them the path that can actually help them to do the same as well. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) Alex, your story is like, as I was listening to you, you know, I resonate a lot with your story. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff, I mean, that uh, you have done, I have done. It's coming from the Caribbean and coming from a really humble background and going cool and excelling, actually. I was a valedictorian in my school school mm. um and it's just so much stuff that you talk about you know what i mean that really resonates yeah. with me one thing i think that really came out at me and i think i try to show people this as well mm. is that um you can really uh elevate yourself by educating yourself you know what i mean and you can choose to educate yourself not necessarily on formal education but like you said you actually did a property course yeah you, you, you know what i mean um so if i going to ask you um in terms of you're investing well in education um uh just as a ballpark i mean how many courses would you say you have done and would you say that you could have built your property portfolio if you did not do the courses like when you look back would you say that okay those courses really helped you and any monies you spent would you say it was really worth the money absolutely i mean i i always look back to um for those you know some of your listeners may have read there a rich dad, poor dad, you know, yes. where Robert Kiyosaki talks about the cash flow quadrant, where yeah. 
we've got uh, like employees and they're self-employed, big business and investors. And the key message to that for me is that the mindset that is required in each of those is very different. Very different. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely very different. So I realized earlier on that uh, if I take the mindset that uh, maybe, you know, investing in uh, uh, my knowledge and development is expensive or I can't afford it or I can't, yeah. I can't do it, I wouldn't have uh, done and purchased those courses. But I understood that for me to be in a different zone, I had to do something else. And the courses were absolutely, you know, the game changer for me. And uh, the, the key difference in the mindset here was that you're investing in something which to some extent you 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 have a vision of what it's going to get you in terms yes. of results but it's not guaranteed in a way so you are in a, in a different zone it's different to being in a day job you know you're going to get your paycheck every month and it's stable and all of that but in here you're just trusting your instinct and your vision that it's it's going to work and you're putting a lot of money into it and that's where you get the inspiration to look at other people who are achieving the yes. same that they're targeting. And these courses and the mentors were absolutely a game changer because they just put you in the in the zone. I mean, like like they say, your network is your net worth, you know. As as long as you start networking and aligning yourself with the right people who are going Man, in the that is so region, powerful. That is so powerful. You know, I mean absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they actually say that you are, are, are the average of the five people around you. That's the next way of saying it, right? Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, if you hang around with winners, you become a winner. Now, yeah. interestingly, interestingly, for the property world, um, you obviously mentioned Robert Kiyosaki. It's a great book. I read it as well. I mean, yeah. would you say that you modeled anyone? I mean, I mean, who was your mentor? I mean, so like, did you have a mentor or someone you modeled in the property world before you actually start to execute on the knowledge that you learned? Yeah, I, I did actually. I mean, I uh, uh, when I because in in property there's a there's a number certainly here in the UK there's a a number of uh, you know big property gurus. They like yeah, yeah. Simon ZQ and Rob Moore. Yes, but, uh, yes. Rob Moore, Leeds. Rob Moore, yeah, yeah. Rob Moore was one of the key ones for me. He's he's so, good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> so I could see what they had achieved and their training programs as well. Yeah. Were so much aligned to the things that I wanted to do. And there was a, a clear path in terms of what you could do because every business, everything that you do, there's risk involved and nothing is easy. Of course, know? of course. But if you have a blueprint and a plan to yes. say, I'm gonna, on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm gonna do A, B, C, D. And on a monthly basis, I want to do this. And on a quarterly basis, I want to do this. And in two, three years, I want to be here. Then you have a, a blueprint and a plan to work with. You know, so your, your vision is clear, but without that clarity, that's where people end up with the overwhelm. They have no direction. They don't know where to go. They find things hard and they drop them. They go and find something else, you know, so these courses help to grind me into a direction and a path to actually understand the psychology of it that, you know, it's going to be tricky and difficult in, in, in places, but if you're um, mind which tries to pull you back into your comfort zone. If you listen to that, then you're not going to get to where you need to be because this is where the 95% 95 of people end up. You know? they, they claw back to the comfort zone 
And that's, that's essentially how we are programmed as people. As long as our survival instincts or something is, uh, uh, is challenged and threatened, our, our mind, the amygdala, is actually programmed to bring us back to, to base, to our comfort zone. And that, you know, your comfort zone is not where success lies. Your comfort zone lies outside of that. So mindset has been quite a big, a big, big part, a big part. Yeah. And actually, and that makes sense because your yeah. podcast is obviously called Business Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Yeah. My absolutely. podcast is called Financial Intelligence Mindset Podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about like your, if you can call it your money story, your money journey. I mean, have you made any big money mistakes or investing mistakes? Um, yeah, I mean, investing is, uh, it's a, like every, anything, it's a learning process. So, um, but uh, one of the key things that I, I did because I had that understanding because mistakes you can learn from them or, you know, they can, you know, ruin you and you can, you know, uh, fall, fall, quit or, or do something that you don't want to do. But also you can actually leverage from other people's mistakes. So yes. earlier on when I was actually doing the courses, part of the reason of doing that is so that I could eliminate some of the mistakes that I could do by going it alone, you know. So leverage is key as well. So in my journey, I mean, there have been uh, some mistakes I've done around maybe purchasing stuff that I would look to do planning and then I don't get it. And then uh, in the end, I'm having to wait longer than I had planned to actually realize. The good thing with the uh, property is uh, in the long term, it can be a bit forgiving. You know? Yes, yes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's been things that I could have done differently. But uh, some of the key things that... Uh, I didn't get to make those mistakes is because I had leveraged the mentorship of people who had already been in the game, made those mistakes so that I didn't have to make them. Yes, and that's a common thing. And that's a common yes. thing that I mean, that's one of the things that, that we do as an online educator, you know. I even said on my I even said on my uh, my webinars, you know, I said, you know, why spend the most amount of time and get the least result when yeah. you can spend the least amount of time and get the most result. And the Absolutely. way you, you, you do you actually do that is by working with someone who has already walked the path that you, that yeah. you, are, that you are looking to walk, have made yeah. the mistakes that you're going to make, you know? So even though it might cost you to invest in a program, mm -hmm. yeah, um, eventually it costs you much less yeah. than, ha than having to make mistakes, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. that's really powerful. So, yeah. okay. <clears throat> so if someone is starting out right now in properties, they just starting on the one and start out um i know maybe uk property market um it's been going up 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 recently i guess with incentives from government as well um mm -hmm. duty breaks i mean property price uh seems to if you want to call it every 10 years it seems to almost like double right yeah. so yeah. someone is someone is looking to invest in properties right in uk mm -hmm. right now or maybe they're listening people listen to this podcast in africa in different countries in the usa they want yeah. to get into properties what are some of the kind of the basic first steps would you say that they mm -hmm. should uh follow yeah so um the first thing is to, to realize that uh, in property investing, there's uh, basically three main things that you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first is the time. Yeah. And the second is, uh, I would call the knowledge or the experience. And the third is the money. Yeah. If yeah. you have all these three, you know, you can go it alone. You know, just, uh, you know, maybe invest in some training, but you can buy a, a property and start investing like that. 
Yeah. But uh, the majority of us or most people don't have all these three. You know, that's yeah. why they're looking to actually uh, get. But if you don't have these three, then what happens? You can look into um, what is it that you have that you can bring to the table and then you can actually work with other people. That's that the is true. That thing. is true. I like that. Time, yeah. time, knowledge, money. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, for example, if you don't have the money, you know, there will be someone out there who has the money, but they don't have the time to actually look into it. The so source. The, yeah. yeah, you can use your time to invest in the knowledge and you can source the deals for them you know then you get uh, either sourcing uh, fees or even do joint ventures with them you know if you can manage if you have the experience you can manage the projects and uh, put the whole package together yeah people will invest and you do joint ventures and this is the stuff that i've done uh, quite a few times but uh, uh just like uh, you know we've spoken before uh, royston about everything also uh you know rests on your big reason why because that gets to be the driver Yes. Where where you actually get to? What what is your main big reason why you want to get into business or property or anything? And you have a great uh, um, uh, thing that you you you, uh, you you ask that people should think. Is it the seven seven steps? Yeah, deep? yeah. Seven yeah. seven levels deep. Seven levels yeah. deep. Seven levels Absolutely. deep. Yeah, yeah, because I start with. I mean, it's some too. You know, I different like you. I've invested in different courses and I took away some of the tools and training that they've had. In those courses and i use them for people as well because i paid money for it right yeah so i mean you mentioned a lot of stuff that that's that's really fundamental for people mm-hmm. looking to grow their business or invest right yeah. number one you said um have a vision yeah absolutely. have a vision and a vision i go even further and i say visualize see yeah. yourself achieving the success yeah. like, like if you want to go into properties see yourself being a property investor yeah. picture yourself partnering with certain people you know what i mean um but, but going back to what you're saying in terms of time knowledge money why do you want to go into properties yeah don't don't exactly. just say because i want to make more money why do you want to make more money yeah. I, I want to help my family. Why do you want to invest in properties to help your family? Because mm-hmm. there's other things that you can just keep going down until you really get that ultimate reason, that driver. Because I yeah. always say it's the bigger your why, the bigger yeah. your drive. I mean, you know this, right? Like coming from Africa, I'm from the Caribbean. You know that, um, as you said, education was one of the kind of uh, things that was, you know, taught to us that we should educate ourselves highly. Yeah. But you know that that um, the gratitude is something that's really big, right? When you, you know, as you said, like you lost your parents, etc., and you had a family, so you have to pull together. And you yeah. had to some to some extent you had a driver now mm-hmm. to even make even though that you lost them still make them proud. Yeah, so absolutely. No, so now you have a reason not to give up, yeah. but but to push through. I think a lot of people they lack that why. That that's the thing. That's the thing because when you lack that, just like you've said, you lack that drive or inspiration because when the challenges come in business and they will come they always come you know, you're not gonna last the course because you no. just see it as being difficult or, or you know you can't do this and you drop but when you build your reason is strong enough and it's a burning desire it's not just a desire but it's burning you know you're not even gonna be clouded by the challenges in some cases they actually feel like a joy to touch joy because you you expect them you expect them yeah, i mean yeah, I mean, as Eric, Eric Thomas, one of the guys I listen to, um, he says in his motivational speeches, when you want to succeed mm-hmm. as bad as you want to breed, then you'll be successful. I mean, that yeah. is like deep. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, you know, when you when, when you wanted to get into the properties, 
as bad as you want to eat when you are hungry. Yeah. Then you will get into property. Absolutely. But you will. Yeah. But what, what, right. what happens is when you face those challenges, the way you perceive them, you know, ignites that creative genius in you, find actually solutions for those problems. Because uh, they, they say money is at. Uh, uh, it's it, his greatest creativeness when faced with challenges. And Correct. You, you want to have to take uh, this um, um, a pandemic, the COVID uh, pandemic, how great things and great thinking of ways of doing things have come about is because of challenge. You know, people have yeah. pivoted their businesses. They found new ways of doing things and all of that creativeness, you know. So we're at our most creative when we are faced with challenge. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But if and, your and vision is yeah. not burning enough, you're not going to see that, you know, because, you know, it's not uh, aligned to, uh, yeah. you know, a big desire of yours. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you, you mentioned desire. I mean, there's so many other good books. I mean, like in, in, in Napoleon Hill book, Think and Grow Rich, it's about your desire. And it says, think yeah. and grow rich. So you have to think about it. You have to want it. You have yeah. to vision it. You have to desire it. Then you have to go after it. But because your desire is so strong, you will go after it. Man, this is, you know, so fundamental to the whole mindset game, right? Um, yeah. I always say to people that wealth is a matter of managing your emotion. Because if you if you really want and you really, you really purpose it in your life, I think that you can achieve it. Of course, there's obstacles, but you can achieve it. So let me ask you, Alex, in terms of like your big money success. I mean, I know you do properties and you do that kind of stuff maybe you can tell us about something that went really well for you and you thought yes um this this investment was worth it this investment in knowledge was worth it maybe you can yeah. just tell us about one maybe i don't know one good deal or one good something that went really well for you uh yes actually i've had a a, a couple of uh, big uh, property uh, deals again all comes back to you know once you develop the knowledge you have like an eye of uh, of what, uh, uh, what what is a good opportunity and not good opportunity? Like, just like in uh, in the in the book, the um, the richest man in Babylon, when yes. they discuss about uh, uh, the goddess of good luck, whether actually luck exists, like like do people just get lucky in certain things? And it actually just talks about not necessarily. It's it's just a formula. It's it's you can even link it to science. Yeah, it's, it's a mix of your preparedness. Preparation prepared you know you can identify opportunities when they come of course so, preparation uh, meets opportunity yeah that's not yeah, right ab absolutely so there was um uh, this this deal it was just a, a standard piece of uh, uh, a, a house that was up for sale and um, um it had uh, it was sitting on an l shape with uh, just another piece of land on the side and for me i could see immediately it's just a normal house, but there's a great potential to actually build another house on the side next to it. Yes. And, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, most people probably couldn't see all it because of where it was sitting and all, all of those kind of things. So I ended up uh, uh, buying it just as a normal house, uh, did a, a, a bit of uh, research and ended up applying for planning to build another house next to it. And the whole project, because we converted this into HMOs, you know, the, wow. the project by the time we packaged it and uh, refinanced it, we ended up walking away with uh, all the money that we invested plus 80 grand on top. Wow. So we we managed to flip that as a 50-50. But it goes back to show that once you have that knowledge and you know what you can do with certain things and you package yes, them, yes, yes. you present this to someone who has the money because you've got the time and the experience, 
you know, uh, the investor who looked at this, it was a no-brainer. I had to even uh, uh, pitch three or four and pick the best one because it was just so valuable to them to do the project. And, uh, you know, that was one of the uh, the successes. We've had uh, quite a few of those. We've had, uh, like, uh, NHS offices we converted into flats. But, uh, yeah, once you build that uh, knowledge, uh, it builds into confidence. It builds yes. into your yes. value and your brand. And that is just as valuable as anything that people might have, including, including money itself. So yeah, and and yeah. there's obviously a bit of momentum, right? Once you kind yeah. of uh, you want to do one good deal, and you say, yeah, wow, you know, as you said, you buy, you know, you restructure, you build, yeah. you 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 refurbish, you you yeah. you sell, you flip, as I said, um, you get some profit. You're thinking, wow, no, no, you have a bit of a yeah, a bit of uh, momentum. Momentum, a bit of, momentum, a bit of like a feeling of, yeah, let's look around for our next even better deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or similar deal or good deal, yeah. So, so that's so that's really, really good. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, I mean, in terms of just generally as a property investor, managing money, because, um, you know, I, I always like to share tips with people about managing money, you know, because obviously I would imagine that you have to manage your cash flow quite a bit. Um, yes. Uh, and I guess being an accountant, that came natural for you. I mean, but, but would you say that uh, being an accountant helped you to manage your money better? Or would you say that, that you still had to learn as an investor how to manage your money? Uh, yeah, I think obviously, you know, being an accountant and understanding some basics about finances, you know, has uh, uh, its own advantages. But uh uh, you know, knowing what I know, I know people who are not accountants and they can just just manage their money even yeah. better than myself or anyone. So there is a certain basics that you have to understand about money. Uh, you know, otherwise, uh, uh, you know, you you don't know what you're doing. You know, understand the you know even some key metrics of yes the, metrics yes correct yeah uh, what what is happening and that that is quite key. Otherwise. You could just be working hard on something that is actually draining you or even losing your money uh, as well, which, which which wouldn't work. But the key the key uh, message is is also that you don't have to do that yourself. You know where we talk about where your your skills lie, yeah, yes. and lever leverage as well. So you can leverage knowledge, it. leverage knowledge, yeah. leverage other knowledge. people. So, yeah, if if it's a, if it's an area, obviously it's an area that's key and that's crucial for a business. But if you don't have the skills and things, you can leverage that with an accountant who's passionate and they every day they breathe accounting and metrics and things, and they can do that for your business. But you have to understand and identify that it is a critical part of your business and find people who can actually, you can leverage to do that so that you can concentrate on the key result areas of your business, the business that the areas that you're best at and which uh, generate you the most outcomes in terms of uh, money. It makes real sense. I mean, it's all, it's all back to the whole principle of specialization, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, do what you're good at. I was also what you're not so good at. Some people even say like, um, hire someone who is smarter than you yeah. in, a, in a particular area, you know, and pay them, manage them and, and, you know, build your business. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're coming to wrap up now. So Alex, so let me ask you, I've asked everyone on this who come on this podcast, this question, um, what does the term financial uh, intelligence means to you? Uh, so uh, for me, financial intelligence, I guess it's um, it's just um, that that cutting edge understanding of uh, the bits 
that you need you need you need to know which uh, might be other people don't grasp as well but they are quite crucial to your success yeah it's uh, it's that uh, in, in in intelligence it's it's almost like um what did you when you go deep into it it's like a, a sixth sense in a way which gives you that uh, advantage above other yeah. people because uh, you know that that intelligence when you know certain things it helps you even when either you're analyzing deals or doing things in your business, you just know that certain parts or certain, certain tricks in your business. Like if you, uh, if, if you know, like even like your remortgaging and there's a difference of 1% in the interest rate or whatever, you can work out what will be the impact of that over yes, the Yes, yes, so makes and sense. And that can be quite crucial. You know, those small margins, the intelligence yeah. of the small differences that can make a big impact. To your uh, to your knowledge and your results in a business, I think that intelligence powerful, powerful. So it's kind of so from your from what you're saying, it's kind of it's analyzing, it's having information, but looking at the information and having yeah. instinct or having intelligence as to know what does that mean. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. that that is that is quite great. All right, man, Alex, man, you dropped some really good gems on here today, and um, I'm sure people who want to get in contact with you. Um, I don't know if you have any courses or if what do you do. I mean, where can people find you? How can people find you? Uh, yeah, so I mean, the easiest way they can find me on Facebook. Just go Alex Sapala, and uh, you'll find my my name there. And also, just simply alexsapala.com. They will find my website there as well, and it will take them to, um, you know, my social media. They can send me an email, drop me a message, and uh, yeah, listen to my podcast. You know, get to read my book as well, and just generally interact. I've also got a, a, an exclusive um, uh, Facebook group called the BWM uh, Masterminds Facebook group, which is the business worth and mindset uh, mastermind. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a zone where we, we just share, you know, our inspirational messages and, and, and videos and, uh, you know, podcasts and things just to inspire people to success uh, on, on a day-to-day basis so that they keep to that path. You know, when they have ups and downs, we can actually get to motivate people to keep them going so that they can break through into that success. So, yeah, people can find me on social media and the website as well. Wow, wow, wow. That's that's great, man. And do you have any courses that you offer or, or you just... Uh, at, at, at the moment, everything is uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, exclusive. I don't um, sort of... But it, it's all like a word of mouth. If anyone and believes that they, I've got something that I, I can offer or value to them, yes. then come to me and we can talk and it can all be bespoke. And all I, I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. And I guess to some extent there's reasons for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Uh, over time, I'm looking to develop an academy to be an online platform where actually we can have a lot of stuff that people can uh, use as resources as well. Yeah, which makes sense. And exactly what I'm actually building. I'm, I'm actually building up my own academy. I call it the FBI Academy. To talk yeah. about intelligence, finance, business, and investing mm-hmm. academy, you know, where I share finance knowledge, business knowledge, investing knowledge. And to some extent, yeah. um, 
some some of these podcasts are all part of the academy because actually it's, it's, it's free knowledge and it's knowledge with experts like yourself you know i'm always looking for experts and um and i actually met you i must plug this i actually met you by collaboration actually yes met you, i met you i guess by being on clubhouse and yeah. meeting sharon who's a property yeah. investor and Sharon saying, I think you guys should connect. I, yeah. I, I, I was on your podcast and now you're on my podcast. So I think I always want to also want to say to people who are listening to this, there is real power in collaboration. And even Absolutely. though myself and Alex might be doing similar things, mm-hmm. I think collaboration beats competition every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in these times now. Yeah, because going back to what you're talking about, you, you mentioned Rob Moore, et cetera. Even on the same clubhouse, like you see, like um, Rob Moore and John Lee and, um, you know, yeah. um, um, Ed J.C. Smith and all these people are on the yeah. same platform yeah. now yeah. and just people. sharing knowledge, you know. Yeah. So yeah. there is real power in collaboration. Mm-hmm. Look, Alex, man, we've been here going for a while. I want to say a massive thank you for yeah. coming on. And um, I'm sure that the audience uh, will, will get some gems from this. It's, it's been a heartful pleasure. I know we tried to line it up sometime, but we managed to do it today. And yes. I really want to say thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure speaking to you as always. You know, And uh, you know, for me, just like you mentioned, these networks, you build long-term relationships with people as well. And uh, you know, the benefits of that are just you know, priceless. You can't put a price on that. So you know, it's really a pleasure you know, speaking to you, Royston, and catching up. And, uh, I'm sure you know we're always in touch and now I of course uh, absolutely thank you. thank you thank you thank you very much for listening to my podcast I hope you enjoyed the show you can find out more about me by googling my name Royston Cumberbatch I'm on all the social media Facebook Instagram and LinkedIn you can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch and if you are listening on YouTube please hit that uh, subscribe button or you can find me on my website at www.racmac.com. That's R-A-C-M-A-C-S dot com. It'd be great to hear from you. And do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Keep positive and reaching for your financial goals. Bye-bye.